0: hey hey what's up everybody it's wednesday march 22nd 2023 welcome to big screens and tv streams (laughs) live from the grand forks best source studios
1: i'm dale long victor how's it going guys again popcorn for heads come on popcorn for heads not brains well i got brains with it too but you know i always gotta have popcorn for heads
0: yes popcorn can't go wrong without you You gave me a reason to use that popcorn sound effect oh nice (laughs) there we go And also, Paul, welcome. Well, hello. Got a big show lined up for everyone today. Got a lot of Not stuff to really. cover. A lot, a lot of big movies to cover. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. A little inside baseball. Paul sent me a funny text. I was checking in with him yesterday. I'm like, oh, what can I work into the notes for the uh, uh, show topics for today? And you should, you know, you notified me. You should title the show "There Is Nothing to Watch." <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe on the streaming end, as far as new releases, but there are
1: big movies hitting the theaters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: meant streaming. I yeah. mean, no, there's a lot of movies I want to see in the theater right now. But yeah, I think they're
1: there's coming out with new streaming stuff too. Uh, what was it? Broken Lizard, which is a production known for their Super Troopers and uh, Slapping or uh, Slamming Salmon. Uh, if you know their films, uh, they're very unique at making films. They're very funny men. So that's streaming very soon. And Mel Brooks is returning to his filmmaking Which surface is that going to be hitting? That is going to be hitting on uh, Hulu uh, very, very soon, actually. That's going to be... Next couple of weeks or so? Yeah, about April, around April 20th. So that's pretty soon. Almost uh, very, very soon, actually. I
0: also want to make sure to mention we are live streaming on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Rumble. Facebook. So if you got a question or comment you want to send our way, make sure to send in the live chat there or call or text in 701 um, 213 Yeah, we want to hear what you guys have to say. A lot of stuff to cover going on this week. Um, I guess a couple of big things to go on. I uh, want to make sure to give a plug for the three-year anniversary GFBS Bash and all of us were on it. A- participating in various shows off and on throughout the day. That was a lot of fun, right, Victor? That
1: was so much fun. Oh, that was so kick-ass. Oh, I love that. That was that was a party that would not stop. And even though we were like, everybody was here, and then they were back at the bar, and then we came back here, and then everyone was still here. So we were going back and forth. And the funny thing, too, was is that when Paul was waving at uh, Undertaker's brother, I expected him to be a lot taller but then he was like, "No, he looks nothing like him." And I did—I saw him, and I was—I was like, "Oh, that's—that is him." Okay, I was like, "Oh, I thought he was going to be a little taller." <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a little local, little local celebrity action going on there.
1: Yeah, and it was—it was such. Everything was happening like so fast, but it was so much fun. And honestly, like I said, guys, I mean, to be a part of the three-year anniversary was just—it was so kick-ass and such an honorable moment. I know. But, Yesterday
0: so I re-listened to the musical acts we had playing, and yes. I was just I was just jamming out to it. I was like, Same. "Oh my gosh!" Emma Campbell, John Campbell, yes. David Kabierski. Shout outs to them for making some driving through some crazy weather to just jam out with us. That was Literally. that was a fun time.
1: That was so much fun. Uh, those guys were so incredible, dude. Like mm-hmm. you just got lost in the jam they were doing. So. Well,
2: uh, Pete Moss too. Yeah, Pete yeah, Moss as well. Yeah, very, I cannot neglect very, him.
0: Yeah, that's so so many good. They brought a whole amps, so the full setup and everything. It was yeah, great. It was like a mini concert. They played for like a little over an hour.
1: Literally. And they were just, uh, what hits they were playing, dude. They covered yeah, you're, so you're much. Yeah,
0: you were jamming. You were in like jazz heaven, it seemed, oh, there yeah. for a good while. Yeah,
1: uh, Like literally, you just got lost into it, and uh, I loved it.
0: So yeah, go ahead and look at the GFBS archives from last week. They're right in there. Uh, or on the GFBS interviews channel. On uh, Just, yeah, easily to filter out there. Just, yeah, GFBS and all your podcast, social media apps. Be able to find it. Just surf, scroll down a little bit to last week's shows. Um, a couple quick news items to cover here before we jump into things. Uh, unfortunate passing away because it's timely. We'll be talking about it in the new releases later. He's going to be in a movie this Friday. Lance Reddick, known yes. for his performances in The Wire and John Wick and mm. Destiny and the Horizon franchises. He was the the hotel clerk from was it the Continental or the Intercontinental? I believe it was the name of the hotel. I forget the name of the hotel in John mm. Wick, mm. but uh, he was a hotel clerk. I think he was like e- even like the sidekick for mm. Keanu Reeves john wick character yeah. in john wick chapter three yeah. but yeah he unfortunately passed away at the age of 60
1: i still can't believe that he was and he was still very young so he, the guy looked really really young <laughs> yeah I had, I had no idea i I'd say he would well, pass always like, pretty young yeah for him for especially past- for yeah. anyone actually male actors did yeah. they disclose what happened or no they yeah. didn't even talk about what happened they just said and i saw it on my facebook immediately it's just like oh he died at the age of 60 like, because
0: i'd say he'd pass for easily like 50-ish or so like
1: literally he didn't even look that old like he was still in his prime so i was like okay this is another shocker
0: yeah do you recognize him for or any other awesome roles from the past i know victor i always like to pick your brains about when we have you know when there's an unfortunate passing just to give just special credit where credit's due for memorable
1: performances I, i do if you guys have ever watched now this this probably might not been your show but uh when i was a I was about in I was no I was still in high I was still in middle middle school almost going to high school and I was watching the show Oz in uh, through middle school and high school, when I found out because he was so good in that show, that show was way too extreme for for anyone who I'm watched talking about HBO. The, prison, yeah. the prison one,
0: yeah, okay. and
1: that was way too extreme. It's not like what you think. I've it, seen
0: one or two episodes, it's
1: from the one or two I remember that was. I'm like, wow, HBO is pushing the envelope, yeah. <laughs> and back in the day, they could do that now. It's it's kid, almost kiddish, and they have to be kiddish. But now, back in the day, yeah, he was so good in Oz, and uh, he was one of the, pri- he, well, yeah, he was one of the prisoners in there. Uh, he was very smart, too. He always plays a lot of intelligent characters, not just in Oz, but he plays it in uh, in John Wick, especially, and especially he played in American Horror Story, and you wouldn't re- recognize him with the makeup on. Uh, he had dreadlocks, he had a top hat, and I thought, oh, man, that is him. And so he I plays could, a lot of intelligent characters. Yeah,
0: so. I could echo that. I, could, I remember just from seeing him in John Wick is what I primarily associate Lance Reddick with, just from being the I'd say wise is what comes to mm-hmm. mind first. Like you know, he has Keanu's or John Wick's back. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, so yeah, rest in peace, Lance Reddick. Paul, any roles you would associate him from what you remember him I with? Have other no idea, who other this than guy John is. Wick. No the he, the iconic you know the, the he he's a person that John Wick checks in with at that hotel. I haven't seen John Wick in years. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> no, no, fair enough. Fair enough.
2: It's been a long
1: time. Huh?
0: We'll, well, we'll be talking about a little bit on the upcoming new releases here. Uh, I got two other quick news items. I'll do one other one here real quick here before we hit our next ad or our first ad. Quentin Tarantino's 10th and final directorial film mm. that he is announced. He's said for many, many years that he's only planning to direct Keyword Direct 10 movies, is he announced it. It's going to be called The Movie Critic. Mm. No other details were uh, given, uh, no preview or any synopsis, anything like that. But, I mean, that alone gives me a lot of good speculation on where to go there from there because he just released his first book uh, a few months ago. What was it uh, Cinema... Um, Cinema, it was like film criticism was what was the basis on it or just film, just film in general, film philosophy, something like that.
1: And I I honestly wanted to read that book so freaking bad, like really so freaking bad. Um, It went out of, you know, like Target so quick. And I and (laughs) I I hopefully will find it and read it because I really I I wanted to read the book so freaking bad. Uh, But, yeah, I'm I'm not surprised that he would do a movie called The Movie Critic. Now, I know he wanted to do another Kill Bill. I know he so badly wanted to do another Kill Bill, but I don't think he had enough time to literally do it. And he did say, yeah, I want to do 10 films because I don't want to be that guy. Like, I don't want to be the guy who is 90 and still can doing films. And and that's fine. But I think he's, he's too good at it. So, I mean, I think you should just keep going. Yeah.
0: I think he'll still be doing screenwriting and and you know he's dabbled in acting before he's really good acting as well, mm. so I think we'll still see him yeah
1: I, I know and he maybe won't after stop. enough time
0: passes, I could see him returning to the directors career. Right, give him like a decade to get it out of his system or yeah, something like that because
1: I know he loves I know he loves the process and and knowing him, he as he said, I didn't go to film school, I went to films, and I'm the same way because you you cannot. Expect someone to say that, and then stop making films because he loves the process so freaking much. He's like, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, say that. You, know, my material. Is, I, just, I just love the material. Like, I'm not saying my films are better than anybody else's. I just want to say that I love the material.
0: Well, I know so, I'm. I'm a big fan of watching behind the scenes features, and they show a lot on the movies he's directed. That he, they show him just constantly, almost like an everyday, just uh, quote to his cast, just like between scenes. What's the key, uh, what's the first rule we like to do on set, or first uh, saying on set? Yeah. We, we love, love to making movies. movies. Yeah, we love making movies. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, applause for that. So look Literally. for more discussion for that to come. Uh, I know, I think on an upcoming Weird Cinema, not this week, but next week, I think the movie to be covered is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. I think it will be Icky's first time covering
1: a Quentin Tarantino film, so keep I a still, lookout for that. I still love the... the this, I will always say this because I have to. One of the best scenes in that movie. There's a lot of great scenes in that movie, but the best scene is where Brad Pitt takes on yes, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Yeah,
0: I'm looking forward to talking about that uh, in a couple weeks here. But we should hit our first ad for the day. Hey, here. Well,
2: if I kill you with my hands, it would be manslaughter. Oh, oh, yeah. If it's, anybody kills anybody with their hands, it's, 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 it's man's manslaughter. Slaughter. It's
1: called murder. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. A scene that was so that <laughs> he went over. Throws
1: th- him in the car like. Whoa!
0: <laughs> I've I seen that went over so well with the Bruce Lee family that it had to get censored in China or in the Asian markets, I believe. It, yeah, it,
1: yeah, it did get censored. And quick quick pro quo here because, you know, Bruce Lee was not like that in real life. A lot of people, when you claim you're the greatest fighter in the world, he, he didn't say that necessarily, but he did. Present his fighting a lot and so this happened in enter the dragon, which is a quick story This dude basically was like come at me, bro So he taught him a lesson and he was like, okay no joke, well, man. You're good.
0: <laughs> Quentin Tarantino has a reputation for some creative liberties may have been taken there. So he
1: does, but he but mm. he loves. No matter what he does, he loves these yeah. characters. Yeah, he, he does loves. it out of love. Yeah, not absolutely. not out of, not out of
0: disrespect, but he does it out of love. Oh, absolutely. But uh, before we get one last news topic to hit up here, but before we do, uh, I want to give a shout out to our friends at the Southtown Poorhouse. Hey, every day is always a great day at the Southtown Poorhouse. We want to make sure you guys all stop in there for your favorite drinks and happy hour, where it's buy one app, get one half off every day from. From 6 to 8. Don't forget about their $3 burgers on Tuesdays and their awesome steak specials every Thursday from 5 to 8. Also, make sure to check out their website, SouthtownPorehouse gf.com, to find out when your favorite band is playing live. This weekend on Friday is Rhyme or Reason, and on Saturday, it's Save Me CJ. I know I've seen Rhyme or Reason before, and they always put on a good show. So every day is a great day at the Southtown Poor House. They're located at 2015 Library Circle, just across the lot from us from the Grand Cities Mall. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 4 to 2. And they're looking higher, too, so make sure to stop in for inquiries for your future employment opportunities. All right. So last news item to bring up. And this was announced just hours after we went off the air last week, Victor. I thought this, I'm like, what? How come this, when was the time? It was like 2 or 3 o'clock, like after, or probably while we were on the air last week. So I didn't have time to put in my notes. You probably know what I'm going to say here, too. But next Superman movie announced. Yes. So this is going to be called uh, Superman, was it Legacy? Yes. And James Gunn. Announced as the director, yes. the person who's responsible for all three Guardians of the Galaxy movies as well, and yeah. uh, the latest Suicide, suicide Squad. squad. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, don't have any details other than the projected release date as of now. Quite a ways off, July 2025. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, over two years of, over two years out. Uh. But, guys, what do you think? James Gunn directing a Superman movie? Well, the,
2: one, the one thing I'm kind of get- concerned about is i mean because i love those movies mm. but there's a lot of comedy injected into you know suicide squad and yeah. guardians, um, of guardians of the galaxy yeah. Yeah. and I, I i don't think superman is a place for that kind of comedy
1: i i think you know, it depends. i'm the same yeah but, but at the same time i know james gunn has done it for those films because they call for it a lot mm-hmm. so because like suicide squad you're gonna see a lot of like bloodshed and all mm-hmm. that so he's Making you feel at ease with comedy. With Superman, I think he's going to dial back a little bit because...
2: Well, yeah, Superman should be clean comedy, or it's yeah. like Suicide Squad and yeah. um, what's the other Guardians one? of the Galaxy. Galaxy. I mean, that, a bit that's, more that's, dirty. that's a lot of you know, like that pot, potty yeah. humor yeah. kind yeah. of stuff.
1: Like very dirty, almost humor, <laughs> to the point yeah. where it's like, okay. Oh,
0: <laughs> I could see him. I, I bet I, James Gunn will know how to play it. I mean, they have him helming the DCU uh, brand for a reason. So mm-hmm. I, I think he knows what lane to— it's safe to presume he would know what lane to stay in for Superman.
1: Right, and I think it's— the only thing I have, I guess, with it is the casting. And I don't know who they're going to do. Like I said, everybody, don't, we don't know anything about this. We only know the name and what he presented uh, I during we his do, announcement. So we,
0: we do know, I guess, speaking of casting, they did say that— Henry Cavill will not be no. returning.
1: He will not be returning. He beat the Superman curse, thank God, but uh otherwise he's he's doing his own thing now. He might be in another uh Mission Impossible, so you never know. He's so, just doing his
0: thing. So but I guess speaking of superhero films, a good time
1: to segue into our first
0: review of the show here, Shazam yes. Fury of the Gods. Yes. So yeah, I found I found an awesome picture for this. You'll see in the background so it is. It got a nice oh, little right. little uh collage of all the superheroes, but uh I know first Shazam, what, what did you guys think of the first Shazam before we get into the second one where, you know, we got the teen kid who gets uh, warped into this other realm and this wizard gives him the powers to say the key word Shazam and turn into this larger-than-life superhero but with the brain and mind of a 13-,
2: 14-year-old. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about the first one because I remember when it came out, I wasn't a huge fan of it. And so now that I know that the second one was coming out um, for the last week, I've been um, watching the first one, analyzing it, Mm. and I've been watching it for a week Mm. because every time I turn it on, I get another 10 minutes in and I fall asleep. Mm. So... I'm on like uh, night five now of trying to (laughs) trying to finish Shazam one again. Are you saying is
0: this is it maybe just starting it too late in the night or is it maybe like uh, example for how good this movie is for you?
2: (laughs) I think there's kind of like a A little bit of both. Maybe a a curse when that happens to like if you watch a movie and you fall asleep during that movie, Mm -hmm. it's guaranteed that you're gonna fall asleep to that movie Mm -hmm. every single time you watch it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's 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 weird how that happens. It's Mm -hmm. like your brain is just triggered to. Be like, oh, I'm watching this again. Yep. Oh, it's, it's maybe something with the color, maybe the color scheme, right? <laughs> I mean, oh. other than that, I mean, it, it you know, it's kind of cheesy. The, the special effects aren't too bad. Um, the the villain in it, I think he was you know, also the villain in Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds. Yes, Mark Strong, very yeah. good actor. I thought he was going to be Black Adam.
1: I wouldn't. I mean, I think he could have been, but he's he's more like that kind of dastardly villain, like, uh, he's not that over-opposing and very strong. No, it, well, when, yeah, like,
2: and I, I, I'm totally cool with The Rock doing it. Yeah, um, And he couldn't be Black like him, because you know, he's in the first Shazam movie, yeah. so... <laughs> <you know. laughs>
1: I mean, it, it would make sense. He's he's good at playing villains as well as heroes, but I, I just don't see him playing the very, like... How do I even say? <laughs> it's, it's more like a... Intimidation-wise, like, you can be, like, big muscular characters, I I love them too, but it's, it's you can only be intimidating like that for so long, it's like, okay, I know you're going to beat me up, like, let's get this over with, but then the biggest villains to ever fear are the ones that mess with your mind, Mm -hmm. and if they can screw with your mind, you need to be afraid of those people.
0: And I guess we kind of do get that with some of the villains in Shazam! Fury of the Gods, so this is about three or four years later, uh, they're all about all the characters that are in this foster home for Billy Batson and his uh, foster siblings that we meet throughout here. So what, Freddie Freeman, the main, his main sidekick there, played by Jack Grazer. And Very then Billy fast. Batson, played by Azure An- Angel. And then you have a few others there, too. Uh, Eugene, Pedro, Mary. Mm. So mm. a bunch of them there. You get younger and older versions. But one's right on that crossover age that does the younger and the, and the older version uh, um that's Grace Curry plays both the uh, superhero form and the foster child form.
1: Yeah, so. which is which is kind of funny because I think they had they had to do that just because Some they, of them had
0: I think some unexpected gro- growth uh, spurts.
1: Yeah, and plus the kids had to be in there too, so it's kind of had to give back and forth between their characters, so And like
0: yeah, the first film hit 2019 and Obviously, Pandemic probably delayed this one a year or two more than anticipated. Probably so a little bit, yeah. not
1: very much. But yeah, it's, it, you know, and the first one was just as good as this one, um, just because it talked a lot about, you know, the theme of growing up. Yeah. And, and I loved that, so. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of
0: had mixed feelings on the first one. I. I mean, the special effects and action, you know, that was all fine and good. I was glad to see it in the theater for that reason. But as as far as the film as a whole, I think it appealed more as, I think I mentioned this last week too, more family-oriented, more kid-oriented. I think a lot of the, I thought the writing didn't appeal to me. But I was fine with that because I was like, you oh, know, this is obviously more of a younger Kids or fa- or family oriented, or for big fans of the, if you had a lot of familiarity with the comics, I can see how it, that yeah. would. If you do, I can see how that would resonated more with you.
1: Yeah, which uh, which is what I loved. I loved the character when it first appeared in Wiz Comics. And, Wiz Comics, uh, Which is yeah. which was such a cool brand to even say like Wiz. Way back <laughs> in the faucet days, yeah. yeah. And and, mm-hmm. the, and the cool thing was about it too was that, you know, this kid he. It told the story of this kid. He had a really crappy life uh, where his uncle was trying to steal his fortune. Um, And he didn't know anything about it, but his uncle did. And so the wizard has been keeping tabs on him for so many years. And then he literally, you know, got transported to this big cave uh, where, you know, all the The uh, Seven Deadly Sins were there and he was like, I've been watching you for some time, Billy, and I want you to be this champion because you are worthy. You are pure of heart and that's why I chose you. And the funny thing about this, too, is that in the second one... um, he really is put to the test with his powers, which I loved. I loved it in the first one, too, he is put to the test as well, but it's more in the second one where he has to really yeah. and, embrace.
0: And, you know, speaking of the wizard, he plays a bit more of a prominent role in the second movie. Yeah,
1: here. which I thought was crazy, because I, I was thought not they expecting
0: get... him. I thought he was like all, they're. They he had his party, they are done with him, yeah, maybe what a I thought brief too. cameo in the second one, but no, he's a bit, a bit of a supporting
1: character. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I thought, didn't you turn a dozen? That's why I like when he's like, you're still, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and so. And,
0: and then he's great. He's a great, well-acted, I'm probably going to pronounce his name wrong, but uh, Jaimon Hansu Is that yeah. how you say it? Jaimon Hanso Yeah, it, it's, yeah,
1: yeah. That, it, it, he's a very good actor. And, and if you've seen him in Blood Diamond or Beauty Shop or just anything in general, uh, or he's the voice of this very dastardly villain in How to Train Your Dragon 2, his voice is just raw. Like, he yells. Like, he doesn't just yell. He's like, yeah! Like, he gets into it. So. Wait, are you talking about Othello? Yeah, he he gets into it like he didn't. He, no, wasn't
2: that his thing? Didn't he play Othello? Wasn't that his big breakthrough?
1: Um, shh, if I what know. film
0: was that from? Or Othello? Othello. That's I, I a Shakespearean, Shakespearean play. I'm, i I've
2: heard of the play, but not, yeah, I guess no, I, thought they, I, thought, I, thought, I thought there was a live movie that was, was like, made, and he was, that was like his first. Oh, well, I guess I'm unfamiliar. People or, are watching or, or the or chat and verify like for us. Maybe it was something like
1: that. I don't know, but anywho, so I've never seen Shakespeare in his filmography, so, but I think you check back at that. So,
0: so it's interesting you bring up. You know, kind of uniting, family oriented. That's kind of like the big theme going into this movie is is Billy Batson is trying to keep the family together. Yeah. They're all seeming like they're starting to age out of the foster system, yeah. and they all kind of want to have their own time. Now the, his family, his siblings have superpowers, as the first Shazam ended up in the final act. Hey, they all have superpowers, and now he's well, he's trying to keep them together. He's yeah. feeling they're starting to drift apart. In the meantime, you have the trio of antagonists introduced to this movie, Hespera, Calypso, and Rachel Zegler, played by Helen Mirren, Lucy Liu, and... and uh, an- Anthea or Anthea or no Rachel Zegler as mm. Anthea respectively yeah. there so how did you like these villains introduced in the, uh, introduce for this so I know I, I think we've seen Lucy Liu in a couple of things but we don't see her as often as we used to it seems. Hey re- yeah. really
2: quickly before you go there what was the name of the actor that I uh, was supposed to look up for that Othello thing what's his name? Uh, oh,
0: Jaimon, Jaimon Hansao with a d at the Jaimon. Jaimon. Uh, is that should be at the bottom left there. Got the d- okay yeah, I got it.
1: I got, d- it. All d- right, all right, I got it. You guys continue. Yeah, yeah. the D is silent.
0: So, what what did you think of the villains here? Do you think they per- presented themselves of a formidable trio for the uh, I guess the uh, the Wiz- uh, the Shazam family?
1: <laughs> they did, they, and and I liked I like Lucy Liu and whatever she does. You know, and like we said, we didn't see her in a lot. You know, um, being that she had been in Charlie's Angels, both of them, and in, uh, in the early two thousands, and she had been in Kill Bill, which is very yeah. good, in Kill Bill. Um, and we've seen I'll her. Say, I, I thought we saw her in
0: just one other thing than like the last year or two. Recently, I'm just yeah, you know, just running a blank on it.
1: She she was in a detec- she was in a detective show. Um, it ran for a bit of seasons here and there. Um, I, then she kind of disappeared, and she I think she. Kind of wanted to either be a mother or not, but I th- I think she kind of went back and forth with that, and then she came back, you know. And in this movie, uh, which I thought was incredibly well, Helen Mirren, for that matter. I mean, <laughs> Helen Mirren's good, whatever she does. Yeah. Like wow, yeah. yeah uh, at first, you know, at first,
0: pre- at first, pre- first times they pre- they present themselves on screen, you're like, wait, why, why they're having these? At, at first, you your mind may be going, wait, these these people? I may- mean. At first glance may seem, seem like they're in their twilight years yeah. possibly, but no, that's not the case. They no. have their own special superpowers and then they gain the wizard staff at the beginning yeah. of the film and they have they definitely use it to take advantage to uh, have the ability to sap away the the Shazam family's powers.
1: Which I thought was kind of weird because at the same time, uh and just to give a quick uh synopsis to this, um the funny thing about Shazam's powers is that like, for example, when uh Captain Marvel, who he's originally known as, and sh- and I'll tell you why. Uh, Shazam actually is is the wizard, yes, but uh, when he says the word Shazam, he turns into Captain Marvel. Um, but the only reason that they couldn't name him Captain Marvel is because of Marvel Comics back in the day, and you know DC they, didn't want that lawsuit on them, so yeah, they're the, like, change the, the name. The long
0: and short of it was DC forgot to renew the copyrights, yeah, and exactly. Marvel was like, hey, it's, we got a small window to get this, and since we're Marvel Comics, we should get this. And, yeah,
1: and by the yeah. time Time that they were able to renew the rights, as Dale said, it's it was already too little, too late, and they already owned it. And so, but like, they did
0: sneak in a Captain Marvel reference yes, here yes in did. a way where
1: they have plausible deniability yeah. to get
0: away with that. I thought that they were pretty clever. That's
1: what I thought too. I'm like, oh man, this they said it. Because that's
0: kind of a, a one of the side plots of this film is where you have. Uh, when Shazam is in his grown-up form, he's like, I don't have a name. And then they, I won't say how, but how they get there uh, to name his character was, Mm. uh, you know, okay, you know, that works.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. And the fu- and the funny thing, too, was I didn't think they were going to do this, ladies and gentlemen, but they actually did. So if you were like me when I was a little kid and you watched uh, the Shazam TV show growing up like I did. It was me like and- from
0: like the 70s or so, yes. right?
1: Yeah. And the 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 man who played him in there, he's in the movie and you'll see him in there. You'll see him in there. He's wearing the same thing he was when he was in the seventies, and he doesn't look a day. He doesn't look that old at all. He looks the same way as he did back in the day. And he said, like, "Captain Marvel." I'm like, "No way! I didn't think he was still alive." And I thought, "What a great reference to put Warner that Brothers." In
0: Doug, there. They're like, "Hey,
1: hey, you want a payday?" <laughs> like literally, and he was just like. I lost my freaking mind in the theater, and I was like, "Oh my god, dude, that's him!" That was like when I was watching. So I was a little kid. One, one of those
0: awesome little Easter eggs yes. they in there.
1: It was it was all it was just as amazing as when they got my girl uh, for Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty-five, and Linda anyone, Carter. Yes, Linda Carter, man, and she still looks as good as she did yeah. back in the it's, day. So I mean, like,
0: yeah, it, yeah, there, so there cool. are so many awesome uh, Easter eggs, cameos, maybe, maybe not. for from other characters in the DC universe.
1: Isn't Shazam supposed to be actually more powerful than Superman? They said he was. but And and just to give a quick, another uh, quick thing for Superman. Superman has two weaknesses. Not just kryptonite, but he also has uh, against magic. He cannot take on magic, and that's what Shazam is. So, yes, he is more powerful than Superman. Superman can give it just as well as Shazam, but against magic, he's... Powerless, so it sucks for it. Because in the Justice League episode, which is one of my favorite, when he literally is like grabbing him, like bear hugging him, and he says, Shazam! And then he just like lightning strikes his chest and just burning his chest, literally. And then he takes him, and then he's when he says Shazam, he turns back into Billy, and then he says it again. He's like covering his mouth, he's like, Fight's over, son. And then he ties him up and puts him over there, and it's like,
0: I win now. So- Victor, I know we can. We love superhero movies. I know we can go on forever, but we should probably wrap it up in a yes. minute or two here. A couple of quick final thoughts, key highlights from the film that stood out to you.
1: I loved it. I just loved it just because, you know, the the, the themes of growing up and just having power and using it responsibly – i honestly thought everything that i loved or that you guys hopefully will love about this movie it's in here and i know it's not the gritty superhero movie that everybody was looking for but you have to remember guys balance gotta get it's for the kids too it's not just for us too it's for the kids too yeah you know i get in respect how some superhero
0: movies are for for more family-oriented more kid-oriented and I, i just hearing, knowing how you said you got the background with the uh, Shazam or Captain Marvel comics, it sounds like they know which ways to
2: get for all the super fans. Yeah, there. heck with the kids, they got Paw Patrol. <laughs> they got Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, give, me a, give me a good movie. They
1: do, I, they do, but you know we uh, got we got to no. balance. I, like, I will put them in
2: front of cocoa Melon and make me a good movie. No. <laughs> I know some of my gripes with the first Shazam
0: was like I thought the no even still being oriented for kids and family, I thought the writing leaned too hard in that direction because yeah. there are some groaner jokes in the first one, True. Qu- quite a few. They Definitely, I think the balance is a bit more. The writing and the jokes are a bit are definitely improved for for the sequel here. So I, 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 there there are definitely some, but far less groan-inducing, you know, super easy kid laughs mm. in this one. But uh, the and I thought the final act, the final final big fight where they square off against the trio of villains here definitely paid off yeah big cg showpiece glad i saw it in the movie theaters mm. those special effects paid off yeah they uh, did. yeah so big great final act like how the family some of the family members have bigger supporting roles freddie they'd freddie freeman it definitely plays a bigger part in this and i like yeah. his interaction and his minor uh jealousy squabbles with billy bats in yeah. here i, I really like where they went there
1: and f- I, and fun thing too uh he cannot uh do his powers at will. So when he says Shazam, he can't just do it at will because if Billy is not there to say Shazam, which he gave all of them his powers, he cannot, they can't do it because he'll turn back in his regular form and he has to stay that way. So like, especially because he has a broken leg in the comic books and he can't, you know, he has to turn back into that, which he which sucks, but that's just how that is. So
0: And then I guess this last couple things, some really good Easter eggs and references. We mentioned most of them. I don't want to spoil some other yeah. characters that appear in here, but definitely I will make sure to say stay past the credits. There's two awesome post credit yes. scenes. Some really good jokes in there. Yes, there is. It's safe to say definitely stick around for both of them. Yes. Um and then, you know, I will say there's one thing that really irritated me, and I get they pay for a huge part of the budget. But there's one product placement scene in here. They try and get away with it by having a joke at it, but I think they went too far. It was bad, an awful Skittles product placement gag. It was just nope. That's too much. That's right up there with Mark Wahlberg in Transformers: Age no, of Extinction, I won't, where, I he, won't busts, that where way. he busts open a Bud Light uh, with his elbow or his bicep, and he. I'm like, no, that's. I get it pays for the budget, mm. but it just did not work for me. It was overkill. At
1: least they didn't, on no. you, Warner. At least, at, least, at least they didn't throw it in your face like they did in no, so many no, other they, Michael Bay movies. No, like they, literally, the product placement no, is they, right there. They, they threw it in Wait, your this face. Is, and no, is no. not a
2: Michael Bay movie. Is it? No, no, no it is oh, not a Michael. Oh, thank God.
1: I mean, it, God.
0: it's like a quick like 30-second gag, and it's and it's done. But it's still for that 20, 30 seconds, mm. it, it took me out of the movie.
1: It was not that bad, honestly, ladies and gentlemen. Transformers is a two hour dodge commercial. like literally. <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to tell you guys something, ladies and gentlemen. If you're going to do a product placement in movies, do not, and I swear to God, do not put your products right in front of the screen, honestly. Like, Michael Bay, you are guilty of this. Victoria's Secret, Bud Oreos, right. yeah, Bud Light, Xbox, like, really, dude? We get it. We know you had to pay for your movie, but the fact that you can't hide your product placements, like, they didn't cast away. Literally. Yeah. Wilson was the biggest product placement, oh, that was but they awesome. hit him. It was awesome, though, yeah. It was, it was- it was- it was fun, a fun character, yeah. yeah come on michael bay you're yeah. better than that uh,
0: <laughs> you no know, yeah we'll have to agree to disagree on this one i thought it, it could have been done better it was it was bad it was groan inducing but uh <laughs> uh but you know agree to disagree that's why again it's a little 20 30 second thing and it's and it's done with but yeah for the most part i really like this a lot more mm-hmm. than the first shazam i want to say i loved it still but first one i was probably about a five out of ten on this one i'd mm-hmm. say you know about a seven out of ten but but for the shazam movies and on this curve for being family movies you know no that's that's a good plus thumbs up in my book. Victor, how about yourself? I
1: give it a 10. Just 10? Because, just because I love, you know... Well, I, you,
0: got, you got the background, the familiarity with yeah. the characters, so...
1: Yeah, and and remember, guys, there, there are a lot of movie studios. They didn't, like, know a lot about these characters, so they're doing... In this case, they're giving background checks a little bit to people who say, okay, read this, read this, and then that will give you the leeway to this character.
2: Ten's a pretty hefty number. I'm going to yeah, watch I'm it. Saying, I'm going to come back at you. Yeah, you're saying it's perfect.
1: I'm not saying it's completely perfect. Yeah, I'm you, giving you it said ten. It, uh, yes, but I'm giving it but the ten. But you're saying it's
0: like a, a round up from like a high nine. Yeah. That's I'm what gi- I'm perceiving I, from you. Is
2: giving, that fair?
1: I, I'll, yeah, I'll say like it, that. I, I haven't
2: even seen it. I'm going to give it a six and a half
1: come on don't give it such a low number it wasn't okay think about it like this i Paul. thought i it was, thought it was as as being generous as, it's not as bad as the batman movie in your way which the batman movie ladies and gentlemen oh. was not that horrible they just weren't used to seeing him oh, as a yeah. detective oh no, no it's
0: all we're all living fun and games but no no i get you no no i no, i get it. i respect you dude it's it's yeah yeah you, know, you got the familiarity with the comics it sounds like if you're familiar like a big Shazam, Captain Marvel fan, you'll get a lot more out of this from what I'm understanding from you.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, a lot of people are not going to get a lot out of it. So, I I I do. You know, comparing
0: it to the Rotten Tomatoes aggregates, critics, 53%, so kind of 50-50, take it or leave it. Audience, way higher, 88%. So, looking pretty good for the most part there. So, I'm surprised. (laughs) I'm really surprised. (laughs) We should move on. Uh, Victor, uh, we got a fill your head segment for this week. Uh, Your topic for this week is why do we live in a world made of cardboard?
1: Yeah. Yeah, literally I had uh actually a funny thing, and speaking of Superman, uh literally he asked this I was watching Justice League uh yesterday and he live action uh, film there? Uh, no, uh, it was or actually, a cartoon yeah, Justice League uh Unlimited where he was taken on dark side and he um I always think just that back to that question he and it was a, such a brilliant question to ask of why do we live in a world made of cardboard? Because he's such a powerful, everyone thinks Superman is such a powerful man. He's like, oh, he's got all these powers. He's like a god, he could do all these things. I mean, the guy's got everything. And I, and I and anyone who says he does, I'm sorry, you, you you know nothing of Superman. I'm sorry. Or they just don't understand Superman from from the perspective of how much he can do. He has to treat everything as if it was glass, like a As that uh, saying goes or the phrase goes, a bull bull in a china shop, literally. He has to be super delicate with everything. Even if you even touch this – he could break it within an inch of his just, just touching it.
0: A so, tap from us is different from a tap from Superman.
1: Exactly. So, I mean, the fact that we live in a world full of cardboard and literally we have to be so careful. We have to, like, walk – think about how he is with everything. Like, we literally – when we say a word or we say anything, everything is so delicate yeah, it was Yeah, like, it was like Superman 3
2: or something. Yeah. They, they had the museum and they had, like, this – like – Fifty thousand pound yeah. weight that was being held up by like one of his pubes or something. Yeah,
1: literally, and it's it's, it's like the strain <laughs> it's of a his, little finger the, exercise. The string of his hair is that powerful that he can just like just hang it. And it was from the taint. Like literally, and it's just so delicate. But literally, it's that strong. And it's funny because again, he's a very powerful person. But again, it's it's like the world we live in. We live in such a very delicate world now, uh, where everything is like if you say this. <laughs> Word. Oh think, no, something's gonna get you think, broken. You, you, or, you think
2: Superman like do you think dude wipes work on him? I
1: probably <laughs> doubt it. Superman Isn't
0: Brandon it? Dude Wipes, now available at all your fine retailers. You never
1: know, man. It's it probably might. You know, get the you know, XL edition. Knowing knowing him, it probably would go overboard. <laughs> what a great sponsor
2: that would be. That yeah. would be fun. Oh my god. I'm Superman sponsor. and I use Dude Wipes. <laughs>
0: gosh. Hey, they—they all—they got a. Even Superman has to have his product placement in his comic books. So. I mean,
1: heck, he, it wouldn't be surprising. I mean, the man goes through burning buildings, and heck, he pretty much fights villains on a daily basis. So, heck, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. I mean, there's not really a scratch on him. You can't really hurt him. I mean. Well, if anything, Batman
2: would be the one because he's the one that's in a leather suit all day.
1: True, but at the same time, I mean, Batman can go back and forth with it. He's like, I know what I do every day, I do every night, so he doesn't really he doesn't sleep and he doesn't really do it. Very much, yeah. he pretty much stays up throughout the night. So sure, that guy, that guy needs to sleep.
0: <laughs> um, Victor, I dug the metaphors you brought with us this week. Why do we live in a world made of cardboard? Yeah, good stuff, I mean, man.
1: I mean, honestly, I feel like it's just it's everything's so delicate now that we have to walk around like eggshells. But imagine what he has to go through every day. Like he has to literally fly over everything, or else he literally he could literally lift the earth and take us somewhere else. Even one punch from him, he would liquefy you in instance like, was
0: like an ordinary person, yeah, that wasn't oh yeah. ready for the the for the strength of Superman. Oh
1: yeah. He could literally just kill you within an inch of just just even his fist even touching your face like an inch you'd be dead in an instant. Awesome.
0: All right, well, Victor, I can't wait to see what you have for us for next week. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, very, <laughs> very unique takes. Uh, you know, Those have crossed my mind before, so yeah, good stuff. Uh, also, good stuff is all kinds of things you can get from our friends at O oh for Heaven's Cakes, located right in the Grand City's Mall, and there's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods, mm-hmm. and that's where they... Come in from Over oh Heaven's Cakes. They got the best cupcakes for special occasions or just a treat. I know I was just in there earlier today debating on what my weekly uh, purchase should be. And I'm going to be stopping by there right after the show. Uh, they make awesome specialty items by order. Just walk in to find out all their... for. All their latest offerings. And while you're there, enjoy homemade lunch and soup with keto, gluten-free, vegan diabetic options. And if you want to treat your employees or if you're a business owner, make sure to check out their monthly employee discounts. So they're located on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall, open Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 4, or on Saturdays from 9 to noon. And you can call them up, 701-757-Cake. That's 701-757-2253. Or email O4heavenscakes at Yahoo.com. A beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. That's O for Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. If you're looking for a cake job, well, O for Heaven's Cakes is hiring, so make sure to stop in and ask about their latest employee opportunities. All right. So, bringing it back, Victor, you got another review for us. This is one I've been wanting to make it to the theaters for the last couple weeks. It's just been too dang busy. Haven't had the time. My Only had the time to catch, like, one movie at the cinema the last couple, per week the last couple weeks. So, Victor, you got sixty-five yes. in store for us, and that's the for a quick uh, way to set you up here. The synopsis: An astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet, only to discover he's not alone.
1: Yeah, he literally it, there's there's so much to this movie. It's 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 so uncanny. Because I've I've seen Adam Driver do so many commercials and everything, and he's still got it. No matter what he does, I I swear that guy is he. I don't know what it is about him, but he's just got that. He's got the it factor. He really does. He's got that it factor that it, especially in this movie. Um, it is, it is a very powerful movie, just not in the case of him crash landing, but him surviving. And you can see with that little girl over there, uh, and you'll see why it's so powerful that he, this little girl, he connects with this little girl cause she doesn't speak a lick of English.
0: That's half the cast right here. There's only four humans yeah, in this movie. There's,
1: there's literally, yeah, that, that not, and that's not counting the mother who is in the movie. That's not counting the other little girl that's in the movie. And that's also counting the people. Who are in the movie as well, but they're all in cryostatic, uh, cryostasis, excuse me. So yeah, but and, it's like four actual characters with speaking lines. Yeah, with speaking lines. Yeah, they're, the rest of the characters you'll see, and you you'll see it in the previous two. They're all just kind of like background. Yeah, they're yeah. all scattered across you know this little area that so, he crashed in. So I mean, uh, you know, it's I don't think it's going to
2: ruin the movie. But so my premise when I I saw that this came out was kind of like what you're saying is that. You know, it, this is kind of like the beginning of humanity on Earth because some, like, it, basically humans yeah. from, you know, outer space yeah. landed on Earth, you know, from a futuristic yes. future. And they're and then, you know, after they, the adults died, the kids didn't know what to do. Yeah. And so then it's kind of like the, the, like, children on a new planet. And then that's how humans kind of came. Different. Yeah,
1: in a way, yeah, it's it's... Think about how, uh, if you've seen, or 2001 in Space Odyssey, or if you've seen, um, the, uh, what was it? Not The Last of Us, but uh, <laughs> um, what was it? I Am Legend. Mm. Think about if you were the last person on Earth. Like, just you and your dog. Not, yeah, you're not even counting your dog, but just you and this per, uh, just person, like, literally. And you completely didn't have anyone to talk to. And you were humanity's last hope. For yourself, not only for yourself, but for the entire world to save the universe. This would, what, yeah, this is exactly what it would be like if you were in that period of time and you crash landed from, as they say, the past meets the future in such a monumental way. Because I swear, ladies and gentlemen, if we were back in prehistoric times, you either would have to, you would either have to adapt or you would die <laughs> because man those creatures dude they didn't play you were food in their eyes and you know and when it's lunchtime it's lunchtime for them every single day so when, how was
0: it like the scenes they portrayed in the film where they're interacting they're being introduced to the dinosaurs how did that come across like their first encounters with them
1: the first encounters were really crazy actually just because like they were all and the cool thing is they were all about stealth is that you? It's like a, a creature feature, which is what I loved about this. Is that it was all about like sneakily just. You'll see in the movie, and you'll Kinda see. in like the Jurassic movie. Park when they get it mixed in the world. Like, right, all right, we gotta right, yeah. got be stealthy, sneaky, yeah. sneaky. but the only thing is, is that uh, like, so in the you'll see in the previews as well, there's just, just Finn going across, you know, uh, him in the water, and then he does it again, but you don't see. The creature that did it, even in the movie, if you watch it, you don't see what the creature that went past him in the first part of the movie. You'll just see it. It goes back, and it goes forth. And it just like, there's so many things to that that place, and where they shot it was in Ireland, Um, and I really want to find out which part of Ireland they shot it in, but they just said it was uh, Ireland, and a part of Oregon as well, uh, in the movie, Uh, and they they shot such a beautiful location. There's a there's quicksand in that areas too. So I'm wondering if they shot it over there. They shot it in this field where there's quicksand. There's just so many things that could eat you alive. Uh, it, I thought that was incredible because the area they are in, um, there's even pockets of, um, I forget what they're called, like not a, um, acid pockets, but um, they talked about this in school where these acid pockets, Kind of pockets a little bit. They were in the earth, and they were like uh, kind of like saunas. But if you you cannot sit in them, not like the monkeys in Japan, uh, snow monkeys in Japan, where they can literally sit in the water and be cool like that. Although that is cool, but it's like literally, if you even touch a little bit of this water, like because it, it goes up like a volcano and it will erupt, it will literally burn the flesh off of your skin. Like literally, you will be nothing but a pound of burning flesh if you even touch this. So just be careful if you ever go to this part of the location. Uh, it's very dangerous.
0: Sound and, like they covered the complete landscape oh yeah. in this area of the Pacific North Northwest where they filmed.
1: It's really cool. Like I, I th- the fact that they went that far and and it's just like literally like a prehistoric planet. Like you'd never seen it before, and that's what made this movie so cool. Uh, and like. Paul said, it's like if humanity literally went back to literally this part of time, like this was what it would be like. It's scary, it's frightening. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. The dinosaurs are literally everywhere, but you don't see them unless they jump out at you. Like they did in the in the second Jurassic Park movie, when they're going through that tall grass and the raptors literally are just going through and just eating everybody, and then bam, they just jump out of you. Yeah, so
0: you know, cool. I guess speaking of the dinosaurs, how how are, how would you rate the special effects or making those come to life?
1: I thought they were cool. Like literally, they were like you you don't and you see dinosaurs, of course. Like I wish they would have done it like they did in Jurassic Park, where they done. uh
0: more animatro- practical,
1: yeah, like uh, animatronic effects, but I think that would have cost far too much man hours. And this they is wanted. more all CG. Yeah, and it's it's not bad at all. Well, I mean, like, as long as did, it's good, right? They, yeah, they did a good job. They did really a good job, and they they were terrifying. <laughs> they were even these kind of like lengthy creatures, and they were uh, they had uh, kind of like snookanomas, which is another word for snout, and they were very lengthy. They were really incredibly fast. Um, they would eat you just to tear you to pieces. They were kind of like these other ones, kind of like copies. Um, They were little dinosaurs that would, uh, what they lack in size, they make up for in numbers. They will literally pile on you, uh, kind of like hyenas. Once one jumps on you, the other ones will follow and man, you'll be nothing but peel to the bone in seconds and it's just really cool so
0: so it sounds like it really delivered on as far as like the cinematography the special effects cg but when it comes down to it really is a good overall cohesive narrative wraps up pretty good
1: absolutely and the the cool thing about it is too is the relationship between him and this little girl um and and though it's it's kind of like a quick I wouldn't even want to say the movie's that long, because it's not, but it's it gives you a sense of like what he's trying to do in this movie um, and the direction that they take him in. Because uh, Adam Driver, again, he's just not this it factor. And mind you, there's not many much characters in there. It's just him and you know this little girl, even the mother and the another little girl in there. And once you see the movie, it's like Dale said, there's not very much cast members in this movie, which I thought what made the movie a little bit more better. Because when you do movies like this and you have so many few characters to work with, this is probably the easiest way to film, make because you're not giving so many people, you're not trying to feed so much people. You're, you're telling them, this is what you need to do. This is how the character works. So you can just it, give me a little bit of this and you're like, that's perfect. Just do what you really need to do. It's like a Kira Kurosawa movies. He gives them one emotion and he wants them to act that emotion out and then once they do it, it's like I want you to stick with that the entire movie. And once they do it, they're like, okay, I get what you mean. All right, let's do this. <laughs> so
0: it sounds like it's pretty safe to say from where, from the way, from your being a your mo- motive about it so far is. Sounds like a pretty solid recommendation.
1: Be- be- very beautiful, and honestly, the cool part about uh, this little girl is, and she's so young. And I love when they take like unknown actors and they work with them, like professional actors and non-professional uh, actors, and they work with them. I love the fact that you can get so much out of someone for not saying anything, and that and that literally is like going back to silent movies, which is what I loved, and I thought. This girl got it. This girl got it. Like you keep doing what you're doing, sweetheart, and you you got it. Yeah, I'm
0: trying to think of a couple other random examples off the top, of man. I know that's been a, a nice, uh, not nice, but like, uh, every now and again you see that trope where they got that one yeah. character that they're like the 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 strong silent character. Yeah. Um. What? Well, uh, Vinnie Jones, I think, yeah. from uh, Snatch. Right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Or
1: uh, what was it? Uh, the little girl uh, X23 from you know Logan. She didn't oh, say yeah. a word. Mm-hmm. and You know, because and, and, you couldn't speak. Because you don't, can't understand what she's saying. She's speaking Spanish. So it's like, oh, you can talk now. <laughs> like, or literally.
0: Batista in in uh, Spectre, right? Yeah. He only says one word in Yeah, <laughs> literally. He, he,
1: and, but, but seeing Batista, I mean, when you look at that, man, you yeah. don't, he doesn't need to say a word. <laughs> you just see him like, okay, man, I get what you're saying. You're scary. <laughs> right.
0: any, any final words on 65 there to wrap it up?
1: All I can say for this movie is just go see it and – Remember, go, and I say this to anybody go into it with your brain turned off. Because immediately everyone's like, oh, these movies suck, or oh, this is going to. No, what I want you all to do when you go to a movies is turn your brain off. That you know, way your expectations. this yeah. yeah, literally. Take your expectations, everything about your expectations, roll it up into a little ball, and throw it out the window. Because the whole point of movies is to get lost. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. when you're in there. Just get lost.
0: There you go. Perfect. All right, sixty-five. I know it's been on my to see list. Uh, we'll we'll have. Uh, I'm going to try and see it here eventually. I I want to see it because it looks like you're awesome popcorn movie so it is
1: and and like i i know you and paul will enjoy it just because we've talked a lot about creature features and if you know me guys i love creature features i love
0: them well i know another thing you love is action figures and it's that time of the show for your action figure showcase so victor dare i ask what you have in store for us this week
1: well because of shazam fury of the gods i literally got to finish this and I couldn't wait to, to finish this. Is that custom I, creation? It is. And literally, it was the head portion of it. So I thought, bam. <laughs> I literally had to replace. This was actually a movie figure of Shazam Fury of the Gods, of course, uh, for McFarlane Toys. I took the head of the Kingdom Come Shazam off uh, the body because I didn't like how it was. It was very, you know, unique. So um, I took it off. But the only thing was is that the head had so much plastic, like literally red plastic charm under it so i had to scoop it out yeah yeah, the
0: head seems a little i don't know if the right word is (laughs) glisteny
1: yeah i I had to i had to like stick it on (laughs) i had to glue it on because like and stick the peg (laughs) under it and so to get it to move the way i wanted to but it it turned out the way i hoped it would and it was it it is a little glossy Uh, i still have to do some modifications on it but i skipped I did the what I could, and shout out to my brother for giving me my Batman knife. It's so sharp and so great that it helped me with this. Get milestone. all the fine details in literally. So I, I, thank I was going to say, you know what.
0: Uh, looking at it, first thing that comes to mind is it looks like something you can buy right at the store.
1: Literally, and I, I, I was like, I wanted to make it look like that, but, um, but like I said, I know he's his face is a little glossier, but he this body worked for him. Oh, uh, it's still just, good, man. Yeah, still good stuff. And I thought this would be so cool. So I like this is my one of my favorite customs, and I have a lot of favorite customs of it. So I thought why not? And also another favorite custom of mine. Who better? Speaking of Superman, who better? to bring on than his most dastardly and most devilish enemy who defeated him in battle, but doomsday. And Doomsday is literally, this was what I was waiting for. This came in a two-pack of Superman and uh, uh, Batman Doomsday. So give a quick uh, synopsis to this, uh, so Batman and Superman, basically mortal enemies of each other, but they're also friends at the same time. Uh, Superman lost his mind literally after losing Lois and after losing everybody. He just pretty much killed everybody off, except for Batman, who was going to hurt him with a kryptonite stab, and literally he's like, don't you know you are nothing but a peon to me. So he literally infected himself with a doomsday virus, and literally he just went ham on Superman and said, I thought you were the greatest, Clark. I really believed the world that you were going to bring us. But he literally just infected himself with a doomsday virus and literally beat the living hell out of Superman like he did in The Dark Knight Returns. And then he sprayed him with kryptonite dust and said, who's the weakling now? And then he just stabbed him literally with his his knuckles, as you can see, because he's the literally he's has kryptonite DNA all, literally all over him,
0: and that look they have in the figure out right now. That's. From that scene you described in the comics, it sounded like.
1: Yeah, except this head was not uh, the original. It's uh, There's spikes, literally, like bad ears on him. So I replaced the head with the Doomsday head, and I, I literally was waiting for this figure because it came in a two-pack. Now, this was originally what it looked like, um, and so I uh, have a little bit more to do on him, but I thought, why not show him on this show because I really love Doomsday. He is the only Superman villain to ever kill the Man of Steel, which That's was right. such a hard... This read for
0: me. Historic death of Superman, and was that ninety two or so? Or yeah, give or take a year. That
1: was almost actually no. That was a ninety. That was 94 Or 95-ish or so? Yeah, 95 I just remember the black
0: bag cover. That was a big deal. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and with blood all over the (laughs) insignia. And I thought, man, I didn't know what I was getting myself into back back then because I remember when I was a little kid, I read that comic, and it sucked for me because I'm like, well, nobody could kill Superman. But once they created Doomsday, um, and he came just from this test tube, and literally he shouldn't have been created because this guy should not have been led near a test tube because he created the perfect weapon to kill the man of steel and literally even lex Luthor came to the the funeral and was like i met my match literally mm-hmm. i met my match he did the one thing i could never do kill superman but yet he was brought back to life so to, just just so everybody knows you know so it's not a complete downer um yeah, the, yeah he's still around obviously yeah obviously because you can't kill superman he's he's iconic and yeah. the funny thing too um there was a Kind of like a two-parter to that story, which was a funeral for a friend, um, and Batman, literally, he was very emotional. Even though that they took on each other for many years, he... Yeah. Really respected him. so
0: Definitely one of the most landmark events in comic history. Yeah, but. so I
1: thought, why not bring on two people who beat him in sense of powers as well as, you know, who defeated mm-hmm. him. So
0: There you go. Victor, always love the knowledge and the figures you bring in each week, man.
1: I enjoy it, man. So, so thank you just for letting me have them on. So.
0: Well, yeah, can't wait to see what you have for us next week. And it's time for us to hit up our last sponsor, the River Cinema 15 and the Shire or we want you to make them your next dinner and a movie destination. Now both places are located inside the River Mall in East Grand Forks and you can either dine inside the movie memorabilia late in restaurant The Shire or take your meal to the movie you'll be attending. Some of this week's featured movies are Creed 3 rated PG-13, Cocaine Bear rated R, You're the Dog rated PG-13, and opening this Friday, John Wick Chapter 4 rated R. And we'll be talking about that here in just a bit because it's time Uh, We'll be talking about our upcoming releases next, but before we do, I want to make sure to remind you that all the complete listings for all the showtimes can be found on their website, rivercinema15.com. Don't forget, Tuesday is $5 movies all day long, and on Wednesdays and Thursdays, they have the $5.50 Senior Matinee Special. River Cinema 15 has multiple theaters with luxury recliners, expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages, and it's family-owned and operated by the same company that also runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. And for all their showtimes, you can go to morefamilytheaters.com. All right. So I guess speaking of theaters, upcoming new, new releases, it's time to hit up our upcoming noteworthy releases for the week. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I got three notable releases this week. Uh, and if you guys are familiar with these or guy anything to say, just jump right in. Uh, first thing I got is streaming on Netflix that just dropped within this last week, Shadow and Bone Season 2. And it's the adaptation of the book's... From author Leigh Bardugo, as from the, I guess he calls it the Gr- Grishaverse is hmm. the the universe these all characters come from. The story follows Alina Starkov, uh, an orphan who discovers she is a sun summoner, one who possesses a special power that gives her the ability to control light. And it's a eight episode season, and it's based on the second book called Siege and Storm. Hmm. Next up is The Boston Strangler, yeah. stre- streaming film on Hulu, and has Kira Knightley playing a reporter working with her colleague, played by Carrie Coon. To reveal the identity of the Boston Strangler serial killer from the early 1960s, and yeah, this is based on real life events. And the pair uncovers the details of the killer's crimes and were responsible for coining the nickname "the Boston Strangler."
2: You never Fair. hear that term anymore. The Boston Strangler. Yeah, you, never, you never hear that one.
1: Anymore. Yeah, he was he was he was pretty dangerous back in back in that time. And uh, weirdly enough, like Paul said, he's he's very correct. You don't hear that word anymore just because he he struck his name struck terror into a lot of women and he was known to, you know, be their main target.
0: I know so, one of the most, you know, iconic serial killers of over probably from the last century. Oh yeah,
1: he's he's on the top Ten of actually most dangerous and most notable serial killers. So yeah, here
0: Knightley got some big talent in
1: there. So. Yeah, they, they never got them, right? Uh, no, weirdly enough, they never got. Oh, I, I guess you're just gonna have to watch your show to find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah watch a to- movie. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I feel like they did, but in re- like the real life story in this, you never know. So you, you got to find out.
0: Chat, let us know. All right, finally, we already foreshadowed it. Last notable release this week. Opening this Friday, Sneak Preview this Thursday, John Wick Chapter 4. Stop. <laughs> stop. Just, just
2: stop him. It's like Fast and the Furious. Like. Come on, just stop it with the John Wicks. They were so good. Don't don't ruin the franchise.
1: You, you know they're going to keep making more as long they, as they, the they're cash- good.
2: Don't get me wrong, they're good. Yeah, I mean, they're it's awesome. Like Born right? Identity. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I love the movie. I love all
1: three of them. Still love the
0: first one the most, but even two and three, it's uh, just like where are they going to go next? They keep getting more outrageous with each one, yeah. and it's like you but know what? I'm just, I'm on board with whatever they throw at they, me. If they
2: would have stopped at one, maybe two, like that movie would go down as like one of the biggest like memes and history and, like, just a they legacy could've. of them. And if they just keep pumping them out and pumping them out, yeah. they're going to ruin it. Yeah, well, ruin it. I
0: guess this is going to take them from New York to Paris to Osaka to Berlin. It's a big globe-trotting action adventure for Mr. Keanu Reeves, and it's directed yeah. by the same man who directed all previous three films, Mr. Chad Stolski. So, you know, that's at least a good hint that good things are to come.
2: Well, yeah. But the thing. So, Okay, this is my point of it, is that, so even um, James Bond, mm. I stopped watching James Bond movies because I'm just like, oh, another James Bond movie. Mm. Like it's it's. Oh, did you see the latest one? No, I didn't even bother. You may well, want you... to see the latest one.
1: Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> they mix things up a bit. <laughs> yeah, Dan- I, I know you're you're probably like Daniel Craig when he's like, oh, why does this, he turn
2: transgender or some bullshit? No,
1: he just he, he he you he would agree with you because he he literally said that was his last film and he he said it like he did. He just was done after this and he didn't want to return. So yeah. the next person who wants to play Bond, Idris Elba was a big contender for him and uh, a lot of, you even, oh, yeah, even uh, Charlie uh, Theron Elba, wanted Elba, to be. Yeah. I could, Theron, I, I could you know. see
2: Idris Elba turning it down just because of the fact that, I mean, he even came out and he said, you know, I don't want to be known as uh, a black actor. I want to be known as a great actor. Yeah. So now, if he were to take the James Bond role, mm-hmm. he'd be like, I don't want to be known as the black James Bond. Yeah. Right. I want to be known as James Bond. So I could see him turning that role down.
1: You never know. It's it's funny how things kind of turn around in that aspect because even Sean Connery, he didn't. He said he after uh, what was it? Not Doctor No, but uh, in one of his movies, because they didn't pay him very much. Uh, he said he wanted to be done, and he did. And, and he came back. Things ba-
0: different, didn't, didn't work out with Lazenby there. They brought him back for one more time officially yeah, yeah, for uh, uh, Diamonds Are Forever.
1: Yeah, and literally, uh, because Lazenby, that was the only bond role he ever played. And then he, they brought him back years later, and he's like, I'll do it under one condition if you pay me a bunch. And they said, okay. Right, we'll so, pay you a lot. Yeah, exactly. And he came back for so many. And then after that, it was just Now he was done. So, okay, so you said I got to watch the latest (laughs) Bond. So tell me. I mean.
0: Well, do you want me to give this? There's a big big spoiler. Do Um, do they make him gay? No, they don't make him gay. Do you want me to give you the big spoiler for how they change things up? It's not that. Sure. It's it's not like woke
1: culture. It's not like woke culture now, Paul. All right.
0: (laughs) All right. I'm going to mute the microphones here for just three seconds because this is a big spoiler for those who haven't seen it. Mm. Muting the microphones for just three seconds. Oh, so yeah. so there there's the so paul knows so yeah that, well, that's better than that, my that, alternative that's, that's a definitely a big way how they change it. <laughs> they change up the james bond formula compared to all the other ones would not you agree
2: yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's, that's a, a big thing. Yep. Yeah, I might have to watch it.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, definitely see it. Uh yeah, yeah. I I, I I loved it. It was a it was a really good but that's one. that's a
2: Daniel Craig one, right? Yep, the yeah. last
0: the last Daniel Craig one. What's it uh, called? It's uh <laughs> Oh no. <laughs>
2: what is it? James Bond 85. The the double 0 Yeah. No Time O's? to Die. Yeah. There you go. No Time, time, time to, to Die. So, yeah. Really fun.
0: good. Really good.
2: Fantastic. Definitely there is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I hope everybody gets left. Like. <laughs> all, right. all
0: right, let's wind this thing down. We got some GFBS oh, plugs for GFBS plugs for the week. You already heard us talk about the three-year anniversary special from last Friday. Definitely check that out. A lot of good shows throughout the day. Very fun. Also, check out the Monday GFBS interview this week with East Grand Forks Police Chief Mike Headland talking all about the latest concerns, and developments with the police in East Grand Forks. Also coming up on this Friday's new episode of Weird Cinema, Icky Ichabod will be covering the 2019 reboot to one of his childhood favorite series, Are You Afraid of the Dark?
1: Ooh, I love that. Dude, I love that show.
0: Make sure to tune in this Friday, 9 p.m. live or on demand just by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast or social media apps. All right, quick takes. What have you guys been watching this week or plan to watch or other stuff you got going on this week? Paul, I already kind of... Said it at the top of the show, the quote from you. There's literally nothing to watch.
2: Yeah, like every single show that I was watching, they all wrapped up their season finales at like the same time. Yeah, you know, I was watching that. Wolf it's it's kind of nice. Sucked.
0: It's kind of nice though, because it could yeah. be the polar opposite sometimes, where there's too much to watch. <laughs> well,
2: no, but it, it would it would be different. Except they all ended within like the same week or week two. Or two you yeah, you know, time frame, and then yeah. and now there's like there's really nothing else out there. Yeah. So it's like I, I got to actually like go out and be in the real world, and, oh, and, real life, and, and accomplish know. stuff. Like what, uh, what's going on here? Come I on, bring know. back my my mind zombie entertainment. <laughs> so 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 no no
0: no quick takes then for the week other than trying to get through Shazam.
2: Yeah, I, I honestly I don't think there's been anything that I have sat down and. Actually watched. I mean, if anything, I, I spent hey. the majority of my time and, trying to and find see, something. Yeah. And yeah, see, that's the funny thing. It's nice to have a chill week. <laughs> no,
1: but see, that's the funny thing, and the fact that you said that, Paul, that brings it to this point that I I've made to many of my friends where I said, "This is what I knew what was going to happen." All you streaming platforms out there who are listening to this need to understand that there's a lot of stuff to watch. This is like when a, a girl says, "Oh, I have nothing to wear." There's tons of things you can wear. You just don't wear them because they have price tags on them dude you guys make all this content you literally have all these things yet you literally present it to every person who wants to stay at home yet there's tons of things to watch but there's like oh there's nothing to watch so, yes okay. there is <laughs> no,
2: I, I like I could actually like I could solve this problem right now because this is the one thing that drives me absolutely nuts mm-hmm. because you know you have all of these streaming platforms I mean you got Netflix you got who you got but you know paramount the list goes on and on and on yes so then you're constantly going in between apps and so you click on the app you wait for it to load and then it's like okay which profile do you want and then you click on it and then you wait for it to load and then it pulls up like a list of videos and it's like uh continue watching recommended for you and it's like four ways down it's like uh just added or new releases Okay, how about just added or new releases be mm. at the top of this search bar? And, in, and instead of being in every individual app, mm. how about there's like a universal thing? I mean, basically, it was called cable back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> but say, okay, all new releases. Mm. So you got Shazam, you got whatever, blah, 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 mm. blah. But then you click on that show that you want to watch. Yeah. And then it directs you To the platform that is streaming it. Yeah. Instead of
1: you having to search through every single platform trying to find the movie that you want. yeah. But see, they're not going to do that because they know if you do that, then you won't be subscribed. Or like, oh, we won't be subscribed to this. Or you won't be subscribed to Netflix or Paramount Plus or yada, yada, But it would work
2: because if, like, so now let's say Shazam comes out and Shazam is, like, Paramount exclusive. Mm. Okay, well, it's in the new release thing. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I want to watch Shazam. Mm. And then it's like, zoop. It takes you to Paramount, and there, it's like yeah. no. And it th- says sign in or sign up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no, know, you no. Know, there are <laughs> if, if you have a lot of streaming services,
0: there are <laughs> solutions for that. Not official <laughs> solutions, third party solutions like websites. I just search on Google, like all right, I'll type in the movie I'm looking for, and then it says all the streaming services it's on with a link to it to watch on that website. That only really works so if you're doing it on a web browser on your
2: computer. Or yeah, if but you're, you're you're way too future tech. I'm old school. I mean, I got my left handed, I got my left handed pants. In my right hand on the controller, and I'm surfing, I'm well, surfing channels. Why
0: well, usually <laughs> I just you know I pull up the web browser on my phone and do a search. Okay, this this movie's on Paramount. I'll that up, would require up two
2: hands. My left and, hand is already no, occupied. That that's.
0: <laughs> I, you're, I think you're making a little too much difficulty for how it actually is. Victor, are you saying it's actually as difficult as Paul is, or is it really that far fetched?
1: Honestly, I and I'm on both of your guys' side because, like Paul, I'm very old school, but like you, I am also future tech as well. The only thing is, is that it's. It's making itself more difficult than it already needs to be because the fact is is that you have so many platforms to put your movies on. But if you think about it for like even a second, it's crazy how all these platforms, even when we're talking about like Paramount or Netflix or Hulu or even – Amazon, oh, yeah. for that matter, it goes so far beyond because again, wait, wait you can I, sign I, up for it, I it's can, not a big deal. I can
2: already counteract it. You're you're you, she said, you know, you look it up, uh, you know, you Google it, see what it's streaming. So, like 1923 or whatever it was, the new Yellow Sun, yeah. yeah, spinoff. So, it's on Paramount, yeah, and it's also on either HBO Max or Prime or something, yeah. So, all of a sudden, I'll log into say Paramount and I'll be like, oh. Yellowstone, new episode, let me pick up where I left off. Mm. And it's like, oh, wait, I'm three episodes behind on this platform Mm. because I was watching it on the other one.
1: Yeah, because because Paramount owns pretty much that entire show. There, of course, you're going to be behind because they know if you go to this other platform... No, you're
0: pulsing. It's on two streaming services at the same time, but he forgot which one he was watching it on last, and he accidentally... Pick the other one. He wasn't watching it on previously. He's like, "Crap, where do I pick up?" Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: It's it's it's, it's nonsense. Yeah, but see, that's that's the thing, and why I agree with you. Because again, if you watch it on another one, they're going to be like, "Huh? Well, if I watch it on this one, or but I forgot that I was watching it on actually the one I was going to watch it on." Of course, they're going to be like, "Huh? Well, you're not signed into twenty percent of me."
0: Says I see where you're coming from. Eighty percent of me says you guys are making too much of it it's not that not as bad as you but say it is, it is
1: but it is though they they make it such a big deal that's why they're never going to get rid of i told my dad this oh, too and not to mention they're I'm, never going to get rid of dvds don't forget oh yeah her. yeah dvds
0: will always be around they just won't have as much of a market presence as they used to oh but
1: they you're, will you're also forgetting okay. another
2: factor you know when you say okay i just google it and figure out where it is that you know and like you know if i'm surfing mm-hmm. like said and i'll not okay so now i watched it on another platform as opposed to this one so now i don't know where i'm at okay well also there's like four other people that use my accounts. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. So, was, hey, that, that, that's, that's what
0: I was just going to say. No, no, no. That's more on you than, than them. Oh,
2: come on.
1: So you were telling me you never had pick any up of where
0: your you, friends.
2: Pick up where you left off. Me or Jim Jim or Charles, or yeah, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) If you got multiple
2: people watching the
0: same show, you know, that's like kind of one of those okay, you know, you know what you're asking for when you have when you share your account, (laughs) you know, what you're asking. You know, some streaming services make it nice where they have separate profiles, but not all of them have that. So, that's one they could definitely be better at. I agree with you there. Because, yeah, no, I've, I've been there where, oh, wait, no, family member X or friend Y was watching this, and they're halfway through this episode, but I started it yesterday. I got, like, a third of the yeah. way. This wasn't where I left off. That I, is something they do need to get better on. That is
2: on. so annoying because yeah. I'll, I'll go into, like, Peacock, and it'll mm-hmm. be, like, shows recommended for you, Dale. And I'll be like, yep. um, this is Dale has awesome. terrible taste in, in shows. I don't want these recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wrapping up this topic, we need to move on. We can go on, on We can talk about this in circles, but uh, of course, everyone's going to say everyone else has horrible tastes. So there you go. <laughs> yes, no, but I'm just
1: kidding.
0: Um, Victor, we All need to get your. Fun. We need to get to your quick takes. What do you got?
1: Um, you know, fun thing about it is like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of things to watch. Uh, there's so little time to watch them, but uh, I mean, otherwise, I mean, just watching movies left and right. I can't wait for Mario, Super Mario yeah, Brothers. Couple weeks out, I'm very excited for that. I can't wait for Blue Beetle. I'm really excited for that. Um, there's just been new releases every time, and the funny thing about uh when we do these quick takes is that it goes back to what excuse me, Ridley Scott had said in Hollywood Reporter, he's like, how many movies literally get made a year? There's like thousands, literally thousands that get released every single year. And the funny thing about them, too, is that when they all come out in this span of time, because California, New York, and Baltimore especially, have done these things where, because of the pandemic that happened long time ago, they just literally are like, packing them out like literally they're like okay it's over all right let's get them out now 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 not later now 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 and when they do it now everything is coming out so freaking quick now and you kind of be like where where do i even start where do i begin where do i even like where do i go that's that's
2: that's that's (laughs) that's the thing that kind of like weirds me out about uh these movies because since we've been talking about this you know because dale does a good job of pulling up you know the budget and everything it's Mm. like yeah, this one did it pretty good in the block in the block office. You know, it had a budget of twenty million and yeah. it pulled in one hundred and thirty million. Yeah, I'm just thinking to myself, how the hell did they get twenty million dollars? Yeah, and like, <laughs> what did they, who did they go to? Like, hey, I want to make a movie yeah. about uh, you know ducks. Can I get like you know
1: three million bo- bucks yeah. from you? Yeah, and sure. the dude's like,
2: oh, sure, here's a check.
1: Yeah, investors, man. They, really? they literally, in movie studios... They know how to make the, that pitch. Oh, yeah. And if you make a good pitch to them, they will literally give you the money. The question is, really the big question is, can you make back that money? And then some. That's what they're really worried about is, I give you this money, but can you make it back for me? Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs>
0: Victor, any other quick takes?
1: Um, I'm very excited for Ninja Turtles to come out because I'm... Oh, I was going to tell you, we um, went to Happy Joe's yesterday. Yeah.
2: Uh, they have a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, new arcade game in there. Oh, did they oh, finally get it in yeah. there? Yeah. A brand new one. Oh, good. Wow. They actually finally. it Yeah, got but now in. they got those stupid card things where you got you know you, you put your credit card in and you load. Oh, up and they and had you, to do and, those. And then you load up your card, and yeah. then so that way, oh you yeah, a, load it with like have, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have no idea how much it, yeah. money you're spending. Yeah, actually, I don't like those. I, I see what
1: that happened, being more. What happened to quarters? That's like more of a
0: trend now. More of a trend with more family amusement centers. They got you know load up the card, put in 10, 20 bucks. You can't just put in like the exact dollar amount you want.
2: It's ridiculous cuz quarters I mean cuz I mean you have your satchel of yeah, quarters Yeah, literally. I mean,
1: like, like, like that's what I miss. Even Mikey had said in Ninja Turtles l- like, "Yay, yeah, l- where do you put the quarters?" The
2: oversized <laughs> slurpy
0: cup you washed at home. Hopefully yes. washed at home of quarters. Yes. Oh. Yeah, these these little scan
2: thingies uh it pisses me off. Yeah, I, I, I don't, hate under,
0: them. I don't how, know. how was the game Did you get a chance to try
2: it? It was nice to see that Happy Joe's finally upgraded their stuff cuz there mm. was always broken everything in there was always broken it seemed
0: so like they didn't have yeah, a single arcade yeah. game in there for a while it was like no like it, it was all the machines. old school
2: stuff you know where you're like you Ski know like kind of almost yeah. like a pinball machine you mm-hmm. know but um no so now they got the upgraded whatever i got my kid a giant football that Woo! he was it probably cost me 28 bucks to get because i don't know because i'm just scanning a card every right. time i try to play it right <laughs> but but i saw the ninja turtles one and then they got a shooter game that looked like it was really fun um but it's cool to see that they upgraded everything. It would just been nice if they would have not upgraded it to, like, the... Evil card system. Yeah. No, Well, the, the Chuck E. Cheese, the Dave yeah. and Busters. I, I still like kind of the old school stuff. Like, yeah. like okay, the skee-ball that you had there mm. was crap. Just get a new skee ball. Yeah, yep. you don't have to replace it with an arcade game. Yeah, just get a new ski ball machine. Yeah, I like it when you they know. have
0: both. You know, give me the, some of the classic machines like the ski ball, the basketball toss, or, yeah, or the whack a mole. That's
1: <laughs> yeah, but, why I, I like. But in they, got, they got a twelve by twelve foot area. Yeah, 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 they so don't so.
0: got that much space to work with. That's yeah. true. But it's that's, always nice to see one or two arcade games just for tradition's sake.
1: But that was the fun thing about Comic Con when, when we, you guys were there, and I know you guys saw the the arcade uh, section that they had. Was it's just it was quarters, man? And like, yep. that's what I that's what I loved about it, and even I agree with Paul because, it's like, again, I can't do the card thing, man. Well, like, and another thing,
2: another thing is, kind of, sorry, this is kind of going long now, oh. but another thing that's silly is like all these new arcade. They're like these giant, yeah, things. giant screen, three yeah, dollar credit. <laughs> yeah. Well, How even mean? like the the claw game. I mean, the claw was like this, you know. I mean, I, I got a football this big out mm-hmm. of it, yeah, and, and so. I mean, you're taking up half of the room for a kilometer. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool and everything, but for a space that size, you could have put, like, five machines oh, yeah. the others in there, there. for the, for that yeah. one that you put in there. Yeah. yeah. That was a you huge know? trade-off, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. It may work But, well, but we, nice. should, we should. And, and they were really skimping on their sauerkraut on their Happy Joe special. I'm putting you on blast, Happy Joes. <laughs> I you asked, better. I asked for extra sauerkraut, and I didn't even get the. Pizza covered. Oh, <laughs> man.
1: Yeah.
2: Get, get this.
0: I need to hit up their lunch buffet. That was an old favorite of mine for a long time, but it's been a while. But with that, we will wrap yes. things up. Uh, welcome you to join us live for all future episodes every Wednesday at 1 p.m. on gfbestsource.com or find past episodes by subscribing to GFBS everywhere you find podcasts. Mentioned earlier, please support GFBS by hitting that donate link on top of the gfbestsource.com website or leave us a five-star review on Google or your favorite podcast app. Many thanks again for having us part of your day. We appreciate all your support. Many thanks to Victor. Thank you, guys. Always enjoyable to be here. Many thanks to Cannons Away producer Paul, or should we say Claw winning machine producer Paul. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll see you all next week. Goodbye. See you later, guys.